the night. Feel by the cafe. Barista made coffee 24 7. Kristen and Nige on Mix 106.3. Uh, that's I, I like to think that's You're what played so in proud someone's of head. That. You're so proud of that audio grab. Uh, yeah, I like I like how it sounds like the record got ripped off the mm. thing in in surprise because people looked out the window of a plane at LA the other day at LAX and saw a dude on a jetpack. <laughs> I mean. As, the, as one of the pilots said, only in LA. Yeah, it's Would just, you see that? It, it's just the best visual ever, isn't it? Because oh, you can 100%. visualise that straight away. A dude yeah. in a jetpack flying around. I like to think that he waved. <laughs> yeah. At some of the kiddies yes. through the window. I don't, know, I don't know why, but it reminds me of the Jim Carrey movie. I forget which one. Yeah. Oh. Where he's on the, he's like hanging onto the plane as it's taking off. Anyway. I, 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 I don't know don't remember either. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think it was Yes you Man. sure it wasn't Tom Cruise? Nah. <laughs> no? I think it was Yes Man, that okay. movie. Yeah. Right, well, there you go. I'll launch an investigation into that. But yeah. wait, after the people in LA saw a bloke on a jet, pla- a jet pack out the window of the plane, well, we thought we'd ask on 62421063, what's the, the weirdest thing you've ever seen out the window? Uh, and, and Cam, you've got sort of a story that matches that. Sort of. And this is an endearing image that will always be burnt into both my mind and the mind of my beautiful uh, beautiful wife, Ali. So, yeah. uh, mm. I'm, I'm not sure what this says about you as people, but about, carry on. About 2013, I think it was, it was... Uh, Matilda, who is now 14, it was her first time on an aeroplane. She was roughly seven? Yeah, Yeah. seven-ish, give give or take. Where did did you take her on her first time? Okay, so we were flying, we drove up to Sydney, and then we were flying out of Sydney, and we were flying to the Gold Coast. The Gold Coast. Yeah, we like that. Every Australian uh, first holiday or first experience on a plane. Should be to the Gold Coast. Yep. Well, it was for me. And we were going up to do the theme parks. We had, uh, yep. I think, five days up there and we did four theme parks. Like, we did exactly that, right? You're not yeah. Australian until you go to the theme parks. So, Damn right. Uh, we we were in the plane. Tilly was on the left-hand side of the plane on the window seat. I was going to say, you've got to give the kid the window seat. Her older sister, Charlie, was next to her. Yeah. Aisle, then Allie and I. Right. All right. So we lift off, and so that's kind of cool because for the first time you'll remember what that was like. When oh, you yeah, in that's a, when you turn to your kid and go, that's what acceleration feels like. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So uh, anyone who has flown out of Sydney up to the Gold Coast will know that you fly straight out, uh, out, over, left, out over the sea, and you bank around and make a left-hand turn. Yeah. And, of course, it's quite a, 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 a... You dip down and it's quite a sharp left-hand turn. Oh, she leans. She <laughs> leans. And, of course, out of the left-hand window, usually all you see is ocean. Yeah. It's right right there. And I remember looking over to Matilda and she was looking out the window and then her face with a look of absolute terror. <laughs> That's what she, her eyes were saying. <laughs> just looked around at Ali and I, and we said, don't worry, babe, it's yeah. okay. This That's- is totally normal. <laughs> Does she have a fear of flying now? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. She absolutely loves it, yep. Oh, but that first moment, but you look, look out the window, at, yep. you and go, what on earth is happening here? Because <laughs> all you see is ocean, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh. But she claims, and this is the thing, she claims to have seen a shark in that moment. It's oh. just like, there's no shark. Oh, no. She may How have old done was it. she? Seven. <laughs> yeah, seven. There's a bull shark in the harbour. No. <laughs> There's some bullshit. Kristen and Nige on Mix 106.3. We're talking about weird things that have fallen through the ceiling mm. at your place after this bloke. Uh, he's a retiree in Brisbane, and uh, a few days back, you may have seen the story floating around. I've had a good eye on it and had a bit of a chuckle. Uh, a pair of pythons, two of them, 
Both uh, each one weighed more than twenty kilos. Fell through the ceiling of his house in oh, Brisbane. Twenty kilos each. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're nearly three meters long. Wow. Each. They're massive pythons, mm. huge ones. Uh, both of them fell through the ceiling. Well, you know what they say: they don't make houses like they used to, Nigel. No, that's exactly right. <laughs> so it's his fault for living in a crappy house, I'm guessing. Um, but we thought we'd ask the question: What is the weirdest thing that's ever fallen through the ceiling mm. at your place? Now, I the, the best I've got to offer is one morning here at the radio station. I was getting ready to do uh, the breakfast show across the corridor, and uh, and my co-host Scotty was walking down the corridor, and I heard a, a crash, sort of a weird crash sound, and a bit of a yelp, um, uh, a dead rat. Oh, big one! Fell fell through the ceiling of the mm-hmm. radio. Oh, big enough, yeah, yeah. As Sting, he was walking down stunk. the corridor, landed in yep. front of him. Um, it frightened him more than anything else. It's just not what you'd expect. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know what they say. Uh, always check for rats. <laughs> okay. I don't know what they say. I've had two men fall out of my I, ceiling what before. The, what are you talking about? How did two men fall through the ceiling? Oh, it was actually a pretty scary story. We got robbed. Oh, yeah. Really? At an apartment I was living with, uh, my friend Daisy in Kingston. Yeah. And it was like a secure building. It was a huge apartment. It's the it doesn't bright- sound very secure. It's, uh, it was the Brighton Apartments on the corner oh. of um, Wentworth Avenue. Yeah, yeah, there. I know those yeah, ones. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. need a security pass to get in. And then we were the top on the top level, right? Yeah. And uh, they were obviously going around to see whose door they could kind of like just push open and they couldn't. So they got right. to the top and just at the front of our... Um, Door to go into our actual apartment, there's a manhole oh, on top. Oh, they went up in the room. So they obviously looked up and they're like, oh, we'll, we'll open the manhole. Yeah. Now, the manhole should have a fireproof wall. Can we assume the hole's gender in 2020? Did I say he? We just say an access hole. And, uh, just to so avoid any, just so we don't trigger anyone. The manhole, oh, the manhole. Should have a firewall, but it didn't. Oh. So they were able to, I guess, go. Like crawl like over Impossible our style. crawl over our unit, like dun, over our dun, apartment. Dun, 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 they cut dun, out where the dun, pendant dun, was in our living room dun, dun, dun. from the That's, roof. What? And smash like they smashed the pendant on the ground and then they jumped into our um apartment in the middle of the day. What? that is some dedicated burglar marauders. Mm. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Luckily, no one was home, but I got home. Oh. I, I'm feeling like it was just after because it felt just rummaged with. Like yeah, that you, crap was everywhere. You can smell them. Yep. Damn. Two things got stolen, wow. but the cops were very nice. How do you sleep at night after uh, some of the stuff that's happened to you? With one eye open. Dude. Kristen and Nige on Mix 106.3. We're talking about uh, the, the times in your life where you've let a direct debit just get out of hand. Oh, you, I have to forgot, the best of us, You forgot you signed up for it or you you, you didn't realise it was an ongoing thing. It's usually gym membership. Can I just going to pop in here and just gleefully say... Oh, here we go. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Remember we what happened last you, time? You remember got a bit what happened sky-y. two days ago when you came down here all cocky? <laughs> okay, yeah. you can go through my bank records and I'll happily provide them to you. But oh. that, oh, I, that's I've, a bit weird. Wow. I've not had that happen to me. Yeah, because you're type B and what do we say about type B people, Nigel? Well, you, Nigel, just what? accused me me of being the person that walks out of the shopping centre going, checking off um, the bill. The receipt. Look, so, that's, oh, so that's wrong. We love you, but there's a reason why you haven't been caught out for a direct debit, and it's because you're the guy that goes home every night and checks off every um, purchase. Incorrect. And then you go on to avmfinder.com today, you and they go, oh, that's right, yeah, I bought that at the newsagent. Fastidious. I'll just say yeah. fastidious. You actually look at your bank you're account. You're a details man, Cam, and I respect mm. that. Thank you. We need blokes like you myself to cover for n- idiots like me. <laughs> myself and Nigel, on the other hand, yes. There was a time, I reckon the last year or two, when I bought a house, I started really looking at my bank accounts yeah, to be like, can, to, can I afford insurance? Can I afford electricity this month? So that's when I started looking at my bank accounts. But you've been you, buying a lot of clothes. I mean, 
hey, hey, just my saying. husband Jock listens. Okay. We we know the rule about me buying clothes on air. You <laughs> don't you don't mention it. We don't it. talk about site Fight Club. Come on, man, you All know right. better. Yeah. Um, He's got four websites open right now. <laughs> I know, right? Everyone, hush. This is, this is, <laughs> who, who would have thought a handbag could cost that much? <laughs> I Sorry. hate you so much right now. I'm going to be so in trouble with my husband, Jock, later. She's spending your money, Jock! <laughs> <laughs> All of it! Anywho, so years ago, I couldn't... I reckon I checked my bank account once a year. Yeah, Just to that. probably check how poor I am. You're and a very busy lady. Like, oh, oh, it makes me sad. And I realised I was getting deducted $17 every month for three or four years. Well, and what for? Well, finally, after four years, I figured it out. And I went on the ABM Finder and I called up the number and I was like, what is this? What, why would they be taking money out of my account every month? Mm. I And then... I, oh. I signed up. I got stitched up four years earlier in one of those um the shopping centres, and I don't know. I'm sure it was a legitimate charity. Oh, it's one yeah. of those ones where you go here, here's five bucks, and they go, oh, no, sir, we're not accepting cash, but we if we can take your direct debit details. Mm. The monthly and I, I, I was in a weak deduction. moment, and I just was like, oh, are you sure this is a one-off payment? I remember them saying that, but then I signed up. Next thing you know, I couldn't get out of it, and I'm just signing all these documents and handing over my BSB wow. and account number. Oh god, it was terrible. Anyway, I just thought it was one-off payment. I think it was for the local hospital up in Armadale. I'm so I'm sure. Uh, look, I feel so a good cause. A good yeah. cause. Yep. But, but a good good seven hundred bucks down the toilet yeah. too, roughly. Yeah. How yeah. much? So how much? Oh, I don't know. Three or four years worth of seven, uh, seventeen dollars yeah, a month. So well over a thousand dollars. We'll do the math on that during the break. <laughs> I'm no mathematician, but it hurts. <laughs> Word to the wise friends: during the break. Go and check your bank Do details. It Do it. Go and, go and make sure you're not paying for stuff that you don't have. Kristen and Nige on Mix 106.3. Saving a bit of money, ostensibly, mm. uh, on a DIY project that's gone belly up. I uh, nearly got fired then. Um, uh, that is, that's what we're talking about this morning. After a bloke in the UK thought, you know, there's no need to hire a professional nah. exterminator to deal with this enormous money, wasp's nest in the backyard we're of my in a place. Recession. Uh, next thing you know, he's burnt down a tree. He's been stung about <laughs> 600 times. The fire department got called. The ambos got called. And he needs a new tree. And mm. I, don't, I don't think he even got the wasps after all that. Mm, and he, let me guess, his biggest regret is. Not just paying the guy in the first place. Always pay a professional. Uh, it's a cautionary tale. Andrew from Corwell. Have you got one for us, mate? Have you had a crack at some DIY and it went to hell in a handbasket? Uh, yes. Um, yeah, had a, one of those uh, big uh, double garage panel lift doors. And yeah. my wife said to me one day, the door's getting a, a bit heavy. I can't easily lift it up. Mm. So I thought, I don't need to call the garage. No. I'll, yeah. I'll just get in there and do it myself. you got two hands, Andrew. You can do it. Yeah. And so the thing that helps those doors go up is a big spring that's on a horizontal bar attached to the ceiling. Of course, yep. I know exactly what you mean, yeah. Yeah. Just before we go ahead, Andrew, are you YouTubing this along the way or are you like, nah, she'll be right? Oh, this is the early 90s. No YouTube. We just winged it then. Mm. It was great. So what happened? So I'm on the ladder. I've got a hoodie on. I've got my arm over this horizontal bar and I decide to release the tension on this big spring for some reason. The bar starts spinning at speed, ties up my hoodie under my underarm, knocks me off the ladder, and the garage door slams shut. And so I'm hanging, and in, oh, the, the thing is so tight, the circulation oh. cut off my arm. So I start yelling to my wife, who's in the house. But coincidentally, earlier in the day, the guy across the road was having a fight with his wife from outside of the house. 
her name is the same as my wife's name. So I'm yelling this at the top of my voice. She just ignores it, thinking it's the idiot across the road, but instead it's the idiot in the garage. And uh, she eventually, you know, comes came out to investigate. But it was 15 to 20 minutes later, and oh. I'd lost the circulation completely in my arm. It was like a dead weight. I couldn't do anything with it. You were dying. And, stuff. And, and, and it came good, but the guy said, if you'd gone half an hour, 35 minutes or something, you would have had damage to your arm. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, that is a cautionary tale, kids. Yep. Always have your wife supervised. <laughs> that... Yeah, that's the cautionary Snack, tale. Snacks and supervision. <laughs> that's why you got them, don't you, Andrew? <sighs> oh, wow. Andrew, all I can say is thank you. Um, and if it's this, good to, that you, you live to tell the tale. I, yeah, I also, I insist, uh, Cam Sullings, if you're listening, our executive producer, uh, I insist you immediately put Andrew in the hat uh, for the meat raffle this week because Dan... Lady was, uh, he was in in the first 30 seconds of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good on you, Andrew, mate. Best of luck tomorrow morning. We might pull you out of the hat for 150 bucks worth of meat uh, and that'll help strengthen up your, your weak arm. <laughs> <laughs> or, or something. I, I don't know. You don't need an excuse to eat sausages that taste like nachos, do you? Really? No. <laughs> Kristen and Nige, filled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3.